Good evening class. It is Monday, May 4th, and we are looking at the Word of God, and we're in uh, using Benoit's survey of the Old Testament to do so. As we get started for the class, thanks for uh, taking role, and we're ready to get started. Let's, let's open in a word of prayer together. Father, we ask for your blessings and your help this evening. Uh, we're here not for a selfish reason, but we're here for your glory. Lord, we want to know your word, and we want to know it better and better. So, Lord, we ask that you would assist us in this task. Uh, we can learn the facts about your word without really knowing you, but, Lord, we want to know you in the facts. We want to uh, know you through the scriptures that we would be able to live out that which we learn. So help us this evening as we look at your word and how to know it better. In Christ's name, amen. Okay, well, it's, I'm assuming, about uh, 10 after 6, somewhere around there. And we are going to be looking at the book of Numbers to start out. And open your Bibles, or rather, excuse me, open your Benware book um, to page uh, 16, 17, 8, to page 18, the chronological relations, relationships of the Old Testament books chart. That's a chart that we're going to continue to look back to over and over and over because we see those 11 foundational books uh, spanning across the full length of the page, Genesis, then Exodus, Numbers, and then Joshua and Green, Judges and Purple, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, 1 Kings, 2 Kings, Ezra, and Nehemiah. But when we were together on Saturday, we did a review of where we had been in the class, and then we simply walked through the book of Genesis, and we walked through the book of Exodus, and we finished up with a short coverage of the book of Leviticus. All right, so at this point, um, we want to look at the book of Numbers. And turn back simply one page in your book, on page 17, and you'll see the map. I want to draw you uh, your attention to just a couple things on the map. So you see the, the Great Sea on the very far left, and then make your way across and find the plain of Philistia, then Judah, then see the Salt Sea or the Dead Sea, and then you see Moab. Well, Moab is going to feature largely in the book of Numbers. So this is a map to refer back to, to recognize uh, the wandering in the wilderness happens um, below the Negeb and Edom and out to the right in the Arabah or the desert. And so Israel had been out wandering in the desert to the south, and they come up and they camp at Moab. And they're going to end up doing that twice during the book of Numbers. And then at the end of the book, and then even through the book of Deuteronomy, they're getting ready to cross the Jordan River, and you see the Jordan River is straight above the Dead Sea. Uh, if you follow that river up, you'll see the brook Jabbok. But that Jordan River, it, it is connecting the Sea of Chinnereth or the Sea of Galilee with the, the Dead Sea or the Salt Sea. And you see Jericho to the left or to the west of the Jordan River. And Jericho is going to end up in the book of Joshua being that first city that Israel takes, 
first city that Israel defeats as they enter into the land which God has given them. So uh, this review of the map gives us a bit of, of context, a bit of help in understanding what's going to be going on in the book of Numbers. But with that, let's flip over in the book, past Exodus and Leviticus. I'm finding that on page uh, 50, uh, excuse me, 68. We get into the chapter on Numbers and Deuteronomy. And of course, Numbers is the third chronological book, the third of the 11 chronological or foundational books. And Deuteronomy uh, happens alongside Numbers. Uh, it's kind of towards the end of the book of Numbers where Deuteronomy happens. And we'll talk about that shortly. But let's look at the book of Numbers together on page 68. Of course, Moses is still the author of all of the Pentateuch, and this is happening uh, or being written shortly before the death of Moses. This is the paragraph on authorship and date. And then stay below that, the purpose of Numbers on the left-hand side was written to record Israel's history from their departure from Mount Sinai to their arrival on the east side of the Jordan River. And so as we looked at that map together, they arrive on the east side of the Jordan River, and then they're going to cross over. Of course, the map is on page 17. You can refer back to that as you wish. Uh, they're going to cross over to the western side, the Mediterranean side of the Jordan River, in order to, uh, to, to begin their conquest, their war, to uh, take, take the land. And so... Continuing page 68, under the purpose of Numbers, um, Numbers continues the account of God's faithfulness in making of Abraham a great nation. The land of Canaan would be Israel's in spite of the record of unbelief and unfaithfulness on Israel's part. So God was going to fulfill the covenant to Abraham, even though Israel was not faithful. Numbers is going to show that. Just because Israel sins or doesn't do what they're supposed to do does not mean that God won't be faithful to his promise. Praise God that that's true in our lives as well. We're going to learn through the book of Numbers that a nation can disqualify themselves from uh, receiving the promises at a certain time, but they cannot, they cannot disqualify themselves from the promises of God. Well, we can do that in our lives. We can push away God's blessings in our life uh, through sin, but we cannot negate uh, the promise of salvation. Christ promises that the work that He's begun in us, He will complete until the day of salvation in Christ Jesus, until we're with Him. And 1 John tells us in chapter 3 that when we are with Him, we will be like Him, for we will see Him as He is. So, no matter what we do in this life, God's going to fulfill His plan in us. We can slow it down, as it were, but we cannot defeat the promise that He's going to make us like Him. Israel can slow down the fulfillment of the Abrahamic promise covenant through their sin, but they cannot negate it. God is going to make Israel into the nation that He wants it to be, 
In the same way, God is going to make us into the person that he wants us to be. He will make us to look like Jesus. Well, we can be hard-headed and work against it, or we can work with him, learn the scripture, choose to obey, and he's going to make us look like Jesus a lot sooner like that. Okay, that was a little preaching for free. Page 68, continuing special considerations on the book of Numbers. Uh, This is the right-hand column of page 68. Uh, The book of Numbers covers a period of 40 years. However, there's little information actually recorded for most of that time. Most of the 40 years was spent in aimless wandering. Aimless wandering. They're simply moving from place to place, and that happens because of the events in chapters 13 through 19, chapters uh, 14, I believe in particular, where Israel um, rebels against God and does not do what he asks them to do. Okay, important data still on page 68 about numbers. The key word is wandering. The key chapter is chapter 14, the unbelief at this location called Kadesh Barnea. Kadesh Barnea. And the key verses, chapter 14, verses 26 through 32. And you'll see Moses, Aaron, Joshua, Caleb, Korah, and Balaam as key figures. Miriam is in there as well. Um, That's my addition to that. Miriam is an interesting figure in the book of Numbers. And the meaning of Numbers, the title of of this book reflects the two times when Israel was taken, a census was taken of Israel. So they count the people in the book of Numbers two times. That's a fitting name for the book because the number of people in the nation of Israel is taken, a census is taken two separate times. Uh, the geography of Numbers, Mount Sinai, the wilderness, Kadesh Barnea, and the plains of Moab. We already spoke of the plains of Moab, and we can refer back to the map to see the other locations as well.